With the injury bug plaguing teams in week two, who survived? Who's in? Who's out? How did the Washington football team do? How's the Philadelphia football team doing? All that and more coming up next on the Average Sports Guys podcast. You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie and Marcus. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yo, yo. This is Eddie and Marcus. This is the Average Sports Guys podcast. Yes, sir. Today is Wednesday, September 23rd, and this is episode 40. Yes, sir. Quarenta. And, man, we have a lot to get into. For sure. Um, most of you people listening obviously watch football, right? Or you wouldn't be here. <laughs> uh, week, week two was i've i've never seen that many injuries in one week shout out to the 49ers bro right i feel like their whole team everybody um is injured uh so what we're gonna do we will let's do this let's stick to kind of our normal Mm -hmm. thing we'll go ahead kind of unpack some of these scores from last week's games right um we'll talk about there was a few games we were talking about before we started recording that kind of stuck out to us we'll kind of just talk about those a little bit we'll get into um the philadelphia football team you can go ahead and break that down i'll break down the washington football team obviously within it with the interest of time mm-hmm. we won't spend a ton of time doing that um right we'll get into the injuries and kind of what that means for some of those key players that were um taken out mm-hmm. um what that means for their teams going forward how that affects you know um maybe how we pick games going forward i know we just do pick there's a bunch of you out there who have fantasy teams i know um a lot of people's teams were devastated because of that speaking of which i know you're playing fantasy this yes year. sir how did any of those injuries affect your fantasy oh, in one of my leagues uh raheem Mostert is my like starting running back so that sucked oh man <laughs> but i mean luckily with him it's just a couple weeks but i mean we'll yeah. get in uh, hopefully but we'll we'll get into um to all the injuries so i would say first things first let's kind of just go down the list of scores. So week two um, kicked off with the Bengals versus Browns. Yep. Um, now the Browns won 35 to 30. I thought it was an entertaining game. It was, um, it was good to see Burrow. Um, I thought he played well, especially on like a, you know, primetime oh, spotlighted sure. situation. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly the Bengals could use some more weapons. I mean, they've, they've got obviously some um, with AJ green and, and, and Mixon and some of those other guys, but mm-hmm. I was just looking at Burrow and how he was, you know, going basically through the motions. How how was um, his footwork? How was he in the pocket? Did For he sure. feel the pressure? Did he slide? Did he climb? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how was he getting the ball to receivers? I mean, the dude is 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 accurate. Um, Absolutely. I mean, he threw a few. I think I remember one. I believe it was on the sideline near the end zone to mm-hmm. AJ Green. Yes, sir. I think, I think it was a little high, but I can't remember. Or he did come down with it. Um, but it went out of bounds for whatever reason. Is that what it was? Yeah, they called it out of bounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, just just why? I mean, he's, he he looks like he's been doing it for a while, right? So, um, Bengals fans, um, shout out to my buddy Wes. He's a big Bengals fan. They have a lot to look forward to in that guy. Oh, for sure. In in the years going forward, um, I thought Mayfield played okay. Yeah. Um, 
their run game with that one-two punch with <laughs> Chubb and um, uh, Hunt is ridiculous. Kareem Hunt's a problem. Um, he's looking like the Kareem Hunt of old. And not only that, I liked how they got Odell more involved in this game. Yeah. Because he had a couple of big catches as well. Right. Yeah, you could tell, uh, well, at, at least in that game, that they right. were on the same page. Um, Odell and Baker both seemed comfortable, which For was sure. good. Right. Um but yeah, so I I actually picked the Bengals to win that one, uh, but the Browns pulled it out thirty five thirty, so I was good on them. Uh, next up, it was the Giants versus the Bears. Bears won seventeen thirteen. Yep. Uh, let's see, Rams Eagles, and we'll get into that later on down the road for sure. But uh, we'll go ahead and give you the score: uh, Rams thirty seven, Eagles nineteen. Then we had Falcons Cowboys. Uh, fa- uh, excuse me, Cowboys came back right at the end and won forty to thirty nine. Bruh, like, here's my thing: you, that special team, that specific special teams unit for, you know, onside kicks. You gotta know the rules, bruh. They put in the hands team. Yeah, like, like, like the hands team should know as soon as that ball comes near you, whether it's even before 10 yards, they can't touch it. Yeah, the, the kicking team can't touch they it. They can't touch it, but, but you the can the receiving you can, team can. You can touch it, sit on it, whatever, grip it up, and game's over. Right. And they just watched it hit 10 yards and got boxed out. Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, I. I was just like, I guess they were just so in awe of the spinning of the football. Like, they completely forgot the rules. I'm like, mm-hmm. what are y'all doing? But yeah. then again, it's like Falcons-esque behavior. Like, they, I mean, you could, they'll be up 20 on you, and you can come back and smack snot out of them. And that's right. what happened. So Yeah, I think they have four games where they've given up and lost a 20-plus point lead. Including the Super Bowl. Including the Super Bowl, right? So, <laughs> to me, that clearly comes down to what? Coaching. Coaching. Right? Um, here in Washington in years past, whether it was with Shanahan, mm-hmm. Zorn, Jay Gruden, whatever, but it to me was highlighted when Jay Gruden was here is he didn't get the team prepared and ready to play, right? So now right. we can obviously shift blame and say, well, that falls on Atlanta's special team coach. Okay, right. well, it does, right? Um, there's plenty of blame to go around, but it's inexcusable. For sure. Um, I mean, I played football since I was a kid played in high school mm-hmm. like y- you work on those things you're you're, you're mm-hmm. taught that like it's become second nature um especially when it's situational like you know mm-hmm. it's the end of the game their only shot is to recover an onside kick you are not out there playing games like mm-hmm. everybody's mind needs to be right and you need to know like it's not a surprise it's not coming out of halftime right. and then they surprise you with an onside kick right um i just thought that was like the most falcons thing ever right for sure um they now taking taking that loss and and setting that aside. Falcons got busy on 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 Dallas. Oh, for sure, they were I putting mean, up points. They were, early. Yes, they were they were having their way with them, exposing that secondary, which is what we have kind of been talking about all off season. Mm-hmm. That if you have a competent quarterback and decent receivers, you can get. All over the, that secondary. Oh, for sure. Um, they're they're just young and inexperienced and just not there. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's it's like, hmm, well, I mean, they lost, but um, they, they yeah they got to fix that coaching situation. Like yeah, that's that, crazy. That's that's all you can really say about the game. They screwed up with the coaching. Like, like as far as like you know, even in the timeout or the or the transition before that right. final onside kick, inside of ten yards, if it comes near you, hop on it. We don't care. Just hop on it, right? That's what that's all you got to do. It's weird. Um, I don't see who's their coach. Is it Dan Quinn? Yeah, Dan I, Quinn. 
I don't I don't know. Um that's that's how many years in a row? Yeah. Dumb stuff like that happening? Like that's yeah, that's that's kind of So I mean I would I don't know. I it's just it's just hard to say. And then not only that, but it seems as if they throttled back their offense and kind of took their foot off of their their neck basically. Right. Um for lack of a better term. To me, you approach it like the Patriots always do. Mm-hmm. They, it doesn't matter if they're up, like they're not going to play down um, and throttle back. Like they're going to keep going. Like you keep going until that clock is 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 done. But um, yeah. So there was that. Next up, there was um, let's see, the Panthers at the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bucks won thirty-one seventeen. Yep. Uh, let's see. Jets, Niners. Niners won 31 13. Mm-hmm. Broncos, Steelers. Steelers won 26 21. Mm-hmm. Jags and Titans. The Titans won. That was a good game. 33 30. Um, Minshew played well, man. I mean, minus the pick. I think I think he just had the one. Yeah. Um, but that was a good game. I watched most of that one. Mm-hmm. So, again, Titans 33. Jags 30. Uh, Packers, Lions. Packers won forty-two to twenty-one. Uh, Bills Dolphins. Uh, Bills won that one thirty-one twenty-eight. Vikings Colts. Colts steamrolled them twenty-eight to eleven. That was weird and interesting. Kirk Cousins had a passer rating of zero. That's zero zero. Uh, what did he throw? Three interceptions. Something like Something that. Something like that. I mean, it, it was just a terrible game um, for him. I mean, whatever. Let's see. Uh, Washington went to Arizona. We lost that one thirty to fifteen. Uh, Ravens Texans Ravens won that one 33-16 Chiefs Chargers that was a pretty good game for sure uh, 23-20 Chiefs hang on to win uh, the Sunday night clip that was Patriots versus Seattle that was a heck of a game yes, sir. I enjoyed watching that one Seattle did win 35-30 we both had Seattle in that one mm-hmm. um, let's see and then the Monday night game to finish off week two was Saints at Raiders. Uh, Raiders won that one 34-24. That was another one that we wanted to talk about. For sure. Go ahead. Yeah, so what I loved about this game was that it was a shootout. And, I mean, defensive games, I mean, depending on the type of fan you are, I mean, they can be fun, but I love a good just air raid shootout. Most people do, right? Type situation. So there was a lot of that going on. Alvin Kamara got off early. Um, Drew Brees was dropping dimes left and right. Um, they did, they did, but you know what? Shout out to Chucky and this Raiders team as a whole, man, mm-hmm. because this team this year compared to last year, oh, you saw right? it's a big difference, but you saw what they could be. Mm-hmm. You know, once the new regime was installed, once everybody learned playbooks and they got the the whole system down, climate, culture, full everything. Um, I loved. Every part of that game. Yes, Derek Carr um, held the ball too long mm-hmm. at times throughout the game. But, you, like, his passing ability, I want to say from last year and what he did last year compared to this year, he looks like a different dude. Like, he's he's throwing like his older brother. Like, it's it's crazy. He's mm-hmm. dropping dimes. I mean, Ruggs the third, he had a huge catch. Aguilar actually had a couple of catches. He still drops babies. Um, <laughs> so there was that. Hunter Renfro had a catch. Like, what I love about their offense isn't just the fact that they have Jacobs in the backfield, but they have different guys that can produce on the field at receiver. And even Jason Witten had a catch. Mm-hmm. Um, and Carr had time, and they, they stuck to it and handled it. But more importantly, that defense with that crazy dude, um, uh, Abram, 
Oh yeah, it's screw loose. Like that dude's a freak. I train, call man. that man screw loose because there's nothing. Like there was another scare within the first what quarter where he like he was um, going to tackle somebody. And then just didn't slow down enough and ended up into the one of the camera mechanism things. Oh right, yeah. Right, and he was on the ground forever. For me, it was all it, obviously it was all dramatic because this dude was just laying on the ground just for like two minutes, and everyone's <laughs> like, "Oh my god, he's hurt again!" And then he pops back up and walks over to the side. And I'm like, "Man, get your, get your behind up." Right. But um, yeah, that this the Raiders are a team that people need to watch for the rest of this season. Mm-hmm. If they keep humming like they like they have been for the first two games. Um, if they're on your schedule, they're not an automatic win anymore. They have a, they have a stout defense, a ton of weapons on offense. Have fun with that. Yeah, and I mean, I'll say this as far as like the Raiders are concerned. The one thing that I think they'll address, especially going forward, will be their their front. If they can improve that pass rush, I think they'll be extremely nasty. Um, I thought they moved the ball extremely well. I mean, you don't accidentally score 34 points, right? Right. Um, yeah, it was good. And then what I like, like what I really liked was the energy on both sides of the ball all game. For sure. Um, I mean, they were just hyped. Um, so I mean, definitely respect to them. Uh, you have to, I mean, at this point, um, just, just to what you said earlier, I mean, there's no more of just, ah, we got the Raiders. That's an easy win. Right. Um, cause I remember in years past, hell, even when we played them, I think Ryan Kerrigan had six sacks that game yes, just himself. So, for sure. um, no, I mean, to me, they're definitely not the Raiders of yesteryear. They're no. definitely moving forward. For and, sure. And I mean, I think they're only going to get better. Right. Um, Obviously, barring injuries or anything like that. But right. Now, I mean, I was shocked that they went out and did what they did on the Saints. Now, watching Drew Brees, he's – I don't want to say he's starting to look old, but it's like it's just something is is different watching that offense through two weeks for me this year than in years past where it's almost like he's picked up where he left off at the end of last season meaning we saw all through the year when he was out for what was it four six games something like that teddy b yeah teddy b filled in for like six games yep because he was injured but i just remember towards the end of the season it just didn't seem like his arm had that that zip on the ball no um and you noticed like he really wasn't going deep down the field like that so i don't know it's just something about watching it and i'm gonna try to really watch this week coming up um and just watch him um throughout that game and and just figure out what it is that's just like it's just something about it just the eye test it just it just looks completely different right um, right versus to me watching the bucks game uh this past week when they were playing carolina right. tom brady seemed to have been in a better rhythm mhm and more of the tom brady we were used to seeing for sure um so yeah i don't know i, I got to figure that out but that just was what was a little shocking to me as far as the Saints game is concerned. Absolutely. I, I know my buddy Trung is a big Saints guy, um, you know, but yeah, last I mean, but that not, was rough. It was rough. Last but not least, two huge Raiders fans, Chad Vosberg, a mentor of mine, and a friend of mine, April Murphy. Um, they, they were super excited about that game. But, yeah, um, yeah, dude, great game. Loved it. Yeah. All right. So now we will switch gears. And break down our respective games. Uh, let's do this. I'll go first this time. 
um, I'll get my loss out of the way, and then <laughs> and then I'll let you go ahead and get on yours. And talk about ours. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the Washington football team went out to Arizona, right? A lot of people picked Arizona to win for good reason, right? Kyler Murray, um, I think he is that dude. You know what I mean? man with an arm, bro. Right. Um, you know, so – I think I think just like most quarterbacks in time, people will kind of figure out that little skedaddle crap that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, his skill set is good, man. He's super shifty, small. He can hide. He's fast. He's good arm, smart. Right. Um, everything you would want in a quarterback, right? I mean, For minus sure. being shorter. But um, yeah, I mean, we just got beat. Now going back and kind of breaking it down and watching it again. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't – it almost – and I hate to say this, but it almost wasn't as bad as it kind of looked and or felt when the game was live. Right. So, again, the final score was 30-15. to 15. We did absolutely nothing the first half. We came out, we looked flat, we looked slow. 17-0. Um, mm-hmm. It was like, oh, here we go. You know, we've been there before, right, last right. week. Um, no, it was 20 to nothing, And then it, it just like – it just was bad. I mean, the first touchdown to DeAndre Hopkins, it was just like, do we just not guard the guy? Right. I mean, it was just an easy pitch and catch. Um, so that was, like, frustrating. Definitely blown, missed assignment. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'm thinking, like, okay, they'll figure that out, make the adjustment, make sure everyone – he's accounted for and he is covered. For sure. Um, no. Then you had Troy Apke. He was my – I guess if you're handing out like game balls or gassers, like he's definitely getting gassed. Like right. he, well, it just was like uninspiring. And then I heard today like Ron Rivera was saying, you know, he didn't play as bad as 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 it looked or as bad as some people say. Now I don't know how much of that is him just being like an adult and he's not going to trash his player to the media. But what is it that you're seeing that we're not now? Right, that can go a million different ways, right? They have <laughs> yeah. they have the coaches' film. I mean, you know, they've got a whole bunch of stuff that we just don't. Um, so from that standpoint, I understand it. But when you're watching it on TV and all you're seeing is the back of his jersey and he's chasing guys down, right? He's out of position. There was so many plays where you see him getting caught looking into the backfield, right. and then he's got to turn and run. I mean, he's got great speed, but he's out of position. His angles are horrible. horrible. Yeah. Um, there just there just wasn't much there that that I was like excited about coming from him. Um, it, it just it just it just wasn't good. Um, right. Our our defense overall though played played well, <clears throat> especially our front. I, Front's I thought dirty, they I thought period. they contained the run game pretty good. Right. Um, <clears throat> another thing, watching Chase Young, how he'll engage with a blocker and then disengage just as fast and hunt that dude down carrying the ball right um he did that i mean all game right all game he was flying around um to me he he is clearly as advertised right um but yeah i mean overall i thought the defense played well haskins to me okay so there's there's a lot of frustrating things i'm gonna try to just get through them again for the interest of time um 
early on, it's like he 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 didn't have touch on the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think part of that, watching him too, when he does his drop back, you'll see him. It, it's almost like he goes through his reads or progressions way too fast, and then he throws flat footed. Um, he's not stepping into the throws. Mm-hmm. He's not even. He's barely climbing the pocket, if right. at all. Um, he took a few unnecessary sacks, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't see it, get rid of the ball. If you decide to get out of there, get the hell out of there and go. Right. Um, there was like a lot of hesitation. There was a one, they were close to the goal line. I believe that was on a turnover. Landon Collins had the interception. Uh, we were in the red zone. There was Terry had a slant for a small window. He was open. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's almost like Haskins didn't trust that it was there. Mm-hmm. And then I believe he tried to hit Sims but pulled it down. And then that's when he got sacked, but he lost the ball. Uh, and then I'm just like, okay, so that obviously resulted in zero points. There's a turnover. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another time he took a sack, which took us then out of field goal range. Um, it, it, I don't know if it's just lack of situational awareness, if it's lack of like his pocket presence. He's just not feeling the pressure. Um, I don't know if him going through reads and progressions, like a lot of things just seemed rushed. I don't know if it's because he is getting hit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because he doesn't trust the line. Like, I don't know what it is. Right. Um, I just hope they, they clean it up. For but sure. again, he was throwing balls in the dirt at dude's feet. He was sailing them high. To me, that's more mechanical and you're not stepping into your throws. Right. Um, there was, I thought there was a pass to, and, and I should have written it down. I can't remember who it was to, but he changed his arm angle to get that ball through through the um, couple defenders had their arms up, and he mm-hmm. got it through that hole into that lane and, and got the ball. So, I mean, there are some good there, um, but uh, it just was uninspiring. And then the plays that are being called, I just think there should have been more screens, again, more slants, get Haskins out on the edge to buy him a little bit more time. Um, right. Yes, offensive line is an issue. Brandon Sheriff went down. He'll mm-hmm. be out for, I guess, it's three to five weeks. Um, Steve Sims Jr. fumbled a punt. Uh, you can't do that. No. Lost that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it just watching the offense, though, it, it's just it, – it's uninspiring. They got – um, McLaurin into the game in the second half. I think he finished with a buck 25 nice. and a touchdown. Nice. I think he's got the eighth most receiving yard so far. Um, but you got to get him involved early and often. He's going to be double teamed, right? He's, he's For sure. They're, they're, they're going to pay attention to him. How do other teams still get their star receivers the ball? You got to figure that out. But to me, you have Antonio Gibson as your running back. The dude, I, I thought he, he ran busy. well. I thought he ran well. He gets um, busy. He he he, not surprised me, but impressed me. Right. Um, McKissick, I thought ran well too. So both of them combined for over a hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they need to get the backs the ball in space, whether it's a quick screen and 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 get up. Steve Sims Jr. has the speed to do that. Um, McLaurin clearly has the speed to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just not doing it for whatever reason. Um. I thought Logan Thomas, uh, our, our tight end, could have helped Haskins out a little bit more with some of those throws. You got to come up with those catches. Right. Um, he just he just has heavy, slow feet to me. Mm-hmm. Um, how he adjusted a ball is just a little weird and awkward. I'm not. I'm just not a fan. 
Um, but I mean, it's pretty much just him and Jeremy Sprinkle, and I'm not too high yeah. on Sprinkle. Inman, um, he he dropped some balls. Um, one wasn't his fault. Hassan threw it at his feet, but I'm I'm over that experiment. I mean, veteran dude, but putting Cam Sims, um, mm-hmm. I mean, he does good on special teams. He's a receiver. He's a bigger body. Right. Give him a chance. I mean, he's been here three years now. He's pretty much always on the practice squad. Right. Just put him in, See figure what out what he can do. I mean, he can't be any worse than Inman. Put him <laughs> in, you know, figure it out. And if he's not cutting a mustard, get him out of here. Right. Um, I, there's just, I mean, there was so much. That right. It was just, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I did think, and 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 one of the, and I, I swear I'm almost done. Um, <laughs> I get it. One of the bright spots that I thought was was awesome was uh, Coach Rivera challenged 12 men on the field, right? Let's go. And when he threw the challenge flag, at first I was like, "What is he doing?" And then I heard, I think it was uh, Brady Quinn who was calling the game. He said they're challenging 12 men on the field. I was like, "Oh crap, that's smart." Jay Gruden would have never done that. No. Um, so I think that's the difference when you have an adult in the room. For sure. Who knows what he's doing coaching. Um, now, people were frying Rivera because towards the end, we still had timeouts that we could use. And it was like just at, well, even starting before the two-minute warning, uh, I was a little was like, okay, we're not calling timeouts to preserve time, give ourselves a chance to get the ball back, whatever. Mm. Um and at first, I was frustrated. I was like, what are we doing? We're not calling timeouts. After the game, listening to his press conference, it made sense, right? He said, basically, the game was over. It was a day full of injuries for every team in the league. So why risk? Why risk it, right? So I said, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. But I guess the optics of it, just seeing him look- sitting on the sidelines, not like it basically just conceding to the other team. But like I said, I understand the whole injury point of it, so I'm not gonna club him too but, bad on that. But, and it just makes sense. But you know what else is dope? It's like it's different coming from like you said, an adult like like a, a like a revered coach like Ron Rivera than a Jay Gruden. If Jay Gruden would have said the exact same thing, and they're like, "Bro, whatever." Yeah, yeah, get him out of here. Yeah, get him out of here. <laughs> get him out of here. So it's Ron Rivera. They're I'll like, pack his right. shit for him, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ron Rivera. They're like, "Oh, well, that makes sense. We'll, we'll ride with it." Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I saw people on Twitter that still. We're like, oh, I'm starting to not trust Rivera, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to trust the guy. Um, He didn't win coach of the year by accident. He didn't coach his team to Super Bowl by By, accident. You know what I mean? For sure. He didn't come off the Andy Reid tree by accident. Right. Drop that gem in there. Yeah. And, I mean, he he is one of the most respected coaches. For sure. It's legit. You know, it is what it is. Like I said, initially when I saw it, I was like, ah, this don't feel right. It, it, you know, call timeout. I was on the couch trying to call timeout. They just weren't hearing me. Right. Um, but no, I mean, I was glad that he he addressed that in the press conference. It made sense. For sure. Um, yeah. So that I mean, that's all I got. I just overall, it was just a sloppy game. They started right. slow. They need to get those running backs involved more in the pass game. Mm-hmm. Get McLaurin involved early and often, and just take your chances. For sure. So, all right. So let's go ahead and get into my Eagles. So I'm gonna take this a little bit differently. I'm gonna start off with positives today, even though we lost. I'm gonna start off with positives. So one of the biggest positives we had is that the Eagles took my advice because they <laughs> listened to this podcast on on God. Um, you know, they actually ran the ball more. So, Miles Sanders actually almost cracked 100 yards in that mm-hmm. game. Um, they had a total of, what, 26 carries. But t- so, Miles had 20, Boston Scott had, uh, had four, and then Carson Wentz had two. 
But um, they ran the ball more because when you have a legit number one or well running back like Miles Sanders, give him the rock. Granted, and that's where my you know positive stop. You know, granted, you know <laughs> the first quarter, you know his first touch. What does this guy do? This guy fumbles, and it just went downhill from there. I mean, granted, this is he just came off an injury. You feel me? Like he's not used to contact or like actual NFL contact. No preseason. I get it. But Doug, like, really? You're just gonna, you're just gonna, gonna fumble it like that? You're gonna cough it up like that? <laughs> but he, like I said, he made up for it with the 95 yards. But I'll put it to you like this: Jared Goff, Jared Goff looks good. Um, mm-hmm. Cooper Cup balled out. Tyler Higby problem. Um, it was one of those, like, the offense that they were running is exactly what the Eagles' game plan should have been. He should have been. He was rolling out, you know, mm-hmm. quick, quick passes, two reads, get the ball out of your hands type situations. Um, they were running it just as well as we did. Um, what's that guy's name? Uh, God, what's that running back's name? Uh, was it Higdon or something like that? Oh, yeah. That dude is a problem. <laughs> that dude ran all over us that game. Yeah. Um, going back into my Eagles notes, like, once again, Carson Wentz is still throwing high. Almost got Dallas Goddard killed. Um, Sean McVay, um, this dude legitimately, I mean, Guy, he's a head coach for a reason. He was like, "Oh, you guys want to go ahead and, and not have any vet linebackers? All right, bet. So we're gonna run <laughs> screens. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna run misdirection, and you know we're gonna roll out on you all game because nine times out of ten, those young or just inexperienced linebackers are just gonna be looking dead at the backfield, and mm-hmm. we're gonna get behind you. And that's exactly what happened all game. Yeah. So that's why they put up what thirty-seven points, and Carson Wentz did improve. Moving into this week, believe it or not, you know, he used his checkdowns. Um, he did scramble a little bit. Um, he was getting it out towards the back end of the game to um, Deshaun Jackson, uh, Zacherts a couple times. Um, and one thing I do love about our offense is that Deshaun Jackson is still commanding a 10-yard cushion at least because mm-hmm. they're like, as long as you catch it in front of us, we don't care, dude, as right. long as you're not burning us. Um, Jalen Rager um, – I saw he got injured. He got injured. Um, he set up a. He had a couple of decent catches. Um, Carson Wentz almost got him killed a couple of a uh, couple <laughs> of times this game. Like I think there needs to be a meeting between him and j- just an offensive meeting. Like, hey, dude, like we we believe in you. We trust you. We just need you to make the right read. Like, if you sit there and think about it, it's like this dude has like literally top five talent but for whatever reason he's just off like I don't know I don't know if it's like preseason I don't know what it is um it's funny because the Eagles fans were trolling saying oh it's because of his wife he just had a kid you know she's messing his head up no (laughs) he's like he's been with this girl for a minute like I don't want to hear it um in the third quarter we went and used more of the run game like I said we got in the hands of Ertz and Jackson and things like that and I think you know what thinking about it you know what it is I think a lot of the time he's not trusting his fundamentals he might be thinking too much like he he threw a lot of passes off his back back foot which he was sailing balls and things like Mm -hmm. that yeah that'll do it um it was just like granted the numbers say that he was pretty accurate he had what a 60 and a half percent completion percentage which isn't bad completed 26 of 43 242 yards that's typically where we want him because we want to run the ball first pass second but i think overall with the incompetence of carson wentz um he threw a, he threw two picks that game, one in the end zone and then one that they called at the end of the game after the block punt that we got the ball back for. Um 
it was one of those situations where we there was nothing we can do. And I also want to blame Jim Schwartz for not having this team ready. We know what the Rams can do. We have beat them every time since we've had Sean McVay as their head coach. Matter of fact, that's the first time they've won a game against us in 19 years in the Eagle Stadium. Mm. First time in 19 years. <laughs> um, crazy to me. Um, but in the end, in my head, the sky isn't falling. Wentz was better this game, but he has to be way more consistent. Um, utilize checkdowns. If it's not there, don't don't try to force it. Yes, we know you have a great arm, but dude, we're talking about a secondary with Jalen Ramsey in it. Like, relax. Um, and then our defense, our linebackers need to learn to fill gaps because our run defense is not the same as it was last year right. at all. Yeah. Um, and they're in their and on the back on the other side, their coverage game is trash. Like Nate Jerry, get it together, bro. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Thinking about injuries real quick, and then we can move on to the next topic. Um, Corey Clement, illness. Fletcher Cox, abdomen. He'll be fine. Uh, Rudy Ford, groin. Whatever. Um, Deshaun Jackson, he's just resting. Malik, resting. Alshon didn't participate in his foot thing. Jalen Reger, thumb. Mm-hmm. Um, He's crazy. supposed to be out a couple weeks. He's going to be out for a few weeks, so we're down a weapon. Um, Lane Johnson was limited. He just came back from the ankle. Jason Kelsey rested, and then uh, Jason Peters, they rested him. So going into next week, like here's what I'm looking for at this point. Um, improvement. Um, a solid first half in general, just like when we played you guys, mm-hmm. and then just clock management and, and more run game in the second half for the next game. But also Carson Wentz making legit decisions and playing complementary football where our defense matches our offense because it's either one's really good, one's really bad, or and it's 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 based on half. So they really got they really got to figure that out. Right. Um, so hopefully they'll get it together for next week. Um, yeah. Well, so I had a few takeaways on that one. So I know we were texting during that game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it wasn't on the, the local news here, which is weird. No. Like Fox didn't have a game slotted for the one o'clock, which Dallas played at one. So as much as it's a slurp fest for Dallas, you figured they would have right. had them on TV over nothing. But, right. um, yeah, so the only live game that I got was the Steelers game, right. but I have the NFL Red Zone, so that's yes, why I caught most of, I caught most of your game. Um, yeah, the, I think I think you kind of said it right as far as your team, right? It's just the inconsistency, right? Uh, like you said, whether it's the offense is moving the ball, but the defense isn't stopping anybody or vice versa. Um, I'd like to see more consistency out of Carson Wentz too. Um, and so I actually had a question for you being Owen two going into this week. A, do you see it as a must win? B, if for some reason you guys don't win, does Carson Wentz himself start to put on too much pressure, which then further takes him down a negative path? Because I was that's the one thing I was thinking of towards the end of your guys' game was, okay, well now they're sitting at Owen two. There were some injuries. Who knows how it'll shake up for the next week? What if they drop to 0-3? Does Carson start putting more pressure on himself? Because, I mean, think about it, right? A lot of these players can say what they want. Oh, I don't listen to the media. I don't this. I don't that. There, there's not a Philly radio station um, somewhere or some sort of media outlet that isn't saying we kept the wrong quarterback. Right. right? Um, so I just wonder, just from a fan on the outside, how how you think that would affect Carson 
Here's the thing. Um, the problem with the fan base is that they have the most, like, they have, like, the shortest memory of all time. Like, they forget that this dude had trash cans as receivers. <laughs> and, you know, um, Home Depot workers as running backs last season and still carried us to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, relax. Um, yes, he's having a bad start. I get it. But it's only two games. Um, as far as Carson Wentz's psyche, I think he's built up enough mental fortitude to overcome this. Mm-hmm. especially post-Super Bowl and what he was able to do since then. Um, you see what I mean? So it's not like he hasn't faced adversity before. I think he needs to – I think it's a trust thing. I think he needs to learn to trust the pocket around him, and I think he needs to go out and just play football. Um, hopefully, um, the quarterback coaches and Doug Peterson goes through tape with him and is like, dude, you literally can make all the throws. You just need you to trust yourself and just do it. Well, um, yeah. There's that, and but like overall, do I see him pop? Because I mean, obviously he's he looks like he's regressed from last year. I'm not I'm not sugarcoating that at all. Um, could he potentially go down that road? Oh, of course. But I don't think it's gonna happen. I think he's gonna end up being fine. I think that he, like it'll come around. They will adjust. I think he will adjust. But um. I don't know. I'm a, I'm one of those I'm I'm one of the more optimistic Philly fans where I'm just like relax. It's two games. If you look back, I mean, different coach, different quarterback. I remember that season we had with Andy Reid and Donovan McNabb was our quarterback and we went 0 and 2 and we finished we finished the season 12 and 4. Um we've done it before. I believe that we can do it again. I think that yes, injuries a situation um even um, I forgot to mention this guy Isaac Ciamala, He's out because of, because of knee injury. We have guys that, but even Nate Herbig and um, Matt Pryor, they're fine. Um, I think overall, I think we'll get it together. Like I said, looking at the stat sheet, I mean the game itself, the points are the points. But Miles Sanders put up 95 yards, even with a fumble. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to lean more on the run game. I think we're going to move into more um, misdirection um, zone RPO passing schemes to help Carson Wentz out you know, shorten, you know, limit his reads to a certain degree mm-hmm. um, to help him out. And uh, hopefully we'll do better next week. But I th- I don't think they're going to sit there and just say, hey, you got to do better, not fix anything. I think they're going to sit, talk about it, reflect, and put together, uh, put together a better game plan uh, for the rest of the season. But people forget, like, we're a s- like over the past, what, three, four years, we've already started out slow anyway. We're like a November, December team regardless. Right. So once everything gels and we put it together and these linebackers get it together and we can stop people from putting up points, mm-hmm. I think we'll be fine. Um, I like the pieces that we have. I, I'm still a believer in Carson Wentz. Now, if we're 0 and 4 over the next two games, oh, that's, when start, that's when I'm going to start. That's when I'm going to start to pan. Hey, man. Yeah, you start. Man, the season, season might be a little over. I might want to start. Yeah, you, know, you just at play the young dudes. And yeah. I'm a realist <laughs> in that perspective. But right now, it's only two games. Relax. I think he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did forget to mention um, at the end of my Washington football uh, junk. Go ahead, man. Just a little bit of the um, injuries. So Kendall Fuller is off of the injury report. So he practiced one day last week, but still somehow was inactive this week um, due to injury. So hopefully him being off the report, he stays off. He's good to go. Um, Cole Holcomb, our linebacker, was dealing with a little bit of issues. I had already mentioned Brandon Sheriff. 
um, with a little bit of issues. Uh, Sadiq Charles, our tackle uh, that we drafted out of LSU, he's still yet to play, um, dealing with a little injury. Um, so hopefully he can get back. Bryce Love still injured. Um, I mean, I personally would like to see Bryce Love play, but if at some point he's not giving you anything, he's not coming off the injury report, like you can't help us on the sideline, right? So you get rid of him, you move on. Um, I mean, God bless him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think from the injury standpoint. I know I'm missing one. I probably am. Uh, kill me now, kill me later. That's fine. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that wraps up both of our teams. Yes, sir. Um, Stuff. Let's go ahead and spend just a few minutes on these injuries um, just around the league. I mean, it started sure. at kickoff, 1, 1 p.m. I mean, what? <laughs> Everybody's what the going heck? down. And the first thing I thought of was like, man, good thing the Bengals and Browns already played, right? If right. I'm on their team, I'm like, damn, good thing we already played. It was just, I mean, just injury after injury after injury. For sure. Like, I'm going to start off with the Niners. Like, imagine being a Niners fan I was right now. Go there too. Like, D. Ford, Richard Sherman, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas, Raheem Mostert. That's your squad, bro. Right. Like, that's like all the leaders. Like, yeah. they're all gone. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Right. Man. Yeah. But, I mean, so good news Mostert is out with um, knee. I don't believe he sh- – they, they definitely expect him back. Right. Um, Jimmy G, same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe he's got the ankle sprain. Right. Um, I guess worst case with that, high ankle sprain maybe. He'd be mm-hmm. out maybe six weeks, something right. like that. Um, so you're hoping he gets back. Bosa, ACL, I mean, you lost him he's for done. the year. Sherman, I believe he should be back in what, next week or two. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, nobody took – took uh an l more than they did oh yeah for um, sure um that just was oh crazy it's just crazy um dude, but shout out to the since you're on the niners yes this dude wasn't on the injury report but he was when he was with us jordan reed man he had two <laughs> touchdowns let's go he had two touchdowns I'm, i was like legitimately and genuinely happy for him right like right trent williams is out there trucking cats like mm-hmm. i mean Again, because it doesn't work out here doesn't mean, you know, I, I, I wish ill will or whatever. Like, I wish we could have kept Jordan Reed. Um, but, you know, new regime, you choose to go in a different direction. They didn't do it. But Jordan Reed got on the field because Kittle was out with injury, mm-hmm. um, and he was able to get two touchdowns. So, shout out to him. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the Niners overcome this, um, yeah. especially so they'll be playing. So, uh, whoa, crap. I can't remember the player, but he tweeted – at the NFL to like fix that field at MetLife for sure. Um, and they play there again this week cause they're playing the giants. Um, but I mean the league signs off and approves all fields, which means nothing, right? Because right. for, for years people have been getting their knees chewed up at FedEx field. For sure. It's notoriously just been a crap situation there. Mm-hmm. Like Dan Snyder is the worst and, and it's so terrible and cheap when it comes to that field. My whole thing is be, look at where we live, right? We're in the mid Atlantic region. Right. Um, it gets cold. We do get a winter mm-hmm. like that grass does get chewed up. Not only that, but there's so many. Well, not now because of coronavirus, but in years past, there was always so many other events that go on at FedEx Field, whether it's other college games, whether it's right. soccer games, whether it's whatever. It's hard to maintain. Uh, and, yeah. And so that field gets chewed up. Right. So we all know teams with real grass. Uh, usually at some point during the season, they rip out the middle and they resod. Right? right. So we understand that. But I will never forget in 2012. 
when we played the Seattle Seahawks in the uh, playoffs, right? First mm-hmm. game, uh, we were one and done, as always. Um, I want to say it was one of the players from the Seahawks took a picture of the field. It was so chewed up. Like, you could see through the grass to the crap that's Yo. underneath of it. And he tweeted that out or whatever. and was like, are you serious? Like, Adrian Peterson, when he tore his ACL, I believe it was 2011, right. something like that, the only injury he's really ever had was at FedEx Field. Wow. Um, there's been so many. RG, RG3. Right. Like, the, that that playoff game knocked him out. Um, obviously, his whole injury stuff started when we played the Falcons earlier in the year. Um and then it just lingered, but that was the one I'll never forget. For sure. When he dropped back, it was a it was a, a botched snap. He went down to lean for it and you just saw his knee like snap the other way. But that field I mean, it's just claimed claimed the lives of so many knees. Like for sure. it's just been terrible anyway. But like Dan Snyder, like they will just paint the grass green. Right. So it's like on TV you don't really know the difference. But I mean, bro, think about Lambeau Field and Soldier Field in Chicago and, and, and Green Bay. Those places are cold. Cold. Those bro. places get snow, those places Bruh. get grow and their field still isn't as bad nope. as ours. So, you know, uh like I said, it was a player from the 49ers who was like, yo, look into this field. Right. Um Kyle Shanahan in his press conference had had mentioned something about the field as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it's just one of those things because it is that at that field turf. It's like too sticky and people's feet are just sticking, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then and then, you know, you get rolled up on or or what have you. But, yeah, 49ers definitely bared the brunt of that. Um, There's a bunch of guys. Like Drew Locke. Drew Locke. He's out. James with his shoulder. James White. Philip Dorsett. Um, I'm just looking at, like, the – Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. That's done. tough. That's huge for the Giants. Yeah, like man. he's out for the season. Um, Cam Akers, Devontae Adams is out with the hammy. McCaffrey. McCaffrey. High ankle sprain. Yup. Tyrod Taylor, bruh. Bruh. Man, bruh. look, we will we will end the injury stuff with this Tyrod because we're gonna the come list, back to that. Because the list just goes on and on and on. But let's right. just get on this Tyrod Taylor thing. So at the beginning of the game, right. I, I remember it just was like Oh, uh Justin Herbert starting. Right. We're like, what happened? And then they For just sure. said like tightness in the chest of Tyrod Taylor. I'm like, did somebody punch him in the locker room? Like what happened? So we just didn't know. Right. And then what did we end up finding out? We ended up finding out that, you know, they was gonna give this dude a painkiller shot to the ribs and because he was dealing with a fractured rib dealing with a fractured rib and the doctor missed and like punctured a lung bro like you had one job bro one job and it's like i'm thinking in my head i'm like okay well um obviously this doctor's gone i mean they obviously can't get him from malpractice because he worked for the team but right like you can tell he ain't coming back no more because he just took out their quarterback my first thought was was he ever on the redskins medical staff <laughs> Or in Philly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. So I'm just like, so Justin Herbert, um, you know, and here's the thing. I think he'll be fine just because we watched Hard Knocks and this dude throws a pretty behind ball. Like this yeah. dude drops dimes. Yeah. But you also don't want to rattle a guy like him too early. Um, right. But overall, I think they'll be fine, but just a bad break for Tyrod Taylor because we've been talking off the air like this dude is like the one guy you bring in on any squad to transition any new quarterback into your system, period. Yep, because it's either him learned, or Alex Smith. Right. He's learned a million different offenses. Oh, yeah. A million different verbiages, and he can come in and do the job and then keep the ship you know, level until the next guy is ready. And then for him to have a bad break like this, it, it breaks my heart. Bro, to me, and, and this is not a knock on Tyrod Taylor, he's a definition of friend zoned. For sure. Like, <laughs> these teams these teams bring bring him in. 
and he gets these first team reps. He's working right. with the ones. He's when there was preseason, he was like showing out. And he's right. like, all right, he's gonna be the guy. Yeah. And he's the guy. And then 15 minutes later, hey, we got this young kid. <laughs> You're no longer our guy. Yeah. We're gonna go with this dude. Yeah. And then he gets shipped to a different team. Right. And the same thing keeps happening. It's just bad breaks. It's and this week, man, like man, when I heard that news earlier today that that's what it was that right. okay you know he's playing with fractured ribs i mean dude is as tough as nails right right so when when you telling me that doctor screwed that up i'm like are you serious mm. are are you serious so i know uh, at the end of the game this past week anthony lynn had said because you know he didn't know all the details he just right. knew tyrod was in the locker room then ended up having to go to the hospital so he was saying when he's 100%, he's our starter. Right. Now, knowing he's going to be out, because so far, I guess it's just he's out indefinitely. Right. right? So yep. who knows if and when he'll come back. <laughs> I want to me when he does and he is healthy, I don't, that team owes him something. Something. Like, <laughs> it's just, I, I'm, man, look, I don't like, know if it's a bonus. I don't know if it's, it's, if it's a box of Swiss rolls. I don't know. You got to give this man something because just what he has been, uh, uh, like, as, as far as value to the team, like really? Like you can't you can't not keep this man on the roster or or do something for him. I mean, it's like just, that's that's super unfortunate. Like the worst of the worst that luck. It's terrible. Horrible. It's just terrible. So I mean, I don't know, man. I, I just uh my, my my heart definitely goes out to that sure. to that situation, man. Facts. Um, well, well, like I said, that was the injuries. I hope that was it for the year. Clearly, clearly is not. But I mean, like I said, people people's fantasies are jacked up. You got I was top players gone. Facts. I was scrolling on the website. That's how bad it is. Just off oh, of week yeah. two. Oh yeah. Period. Oh man. Crazy. Yep. All right. So let's end the show with week three. Uh, pickums like we do every single week. Let's go. Let's start. Um, so week three Thursday night starts tomorrow. We have Dolphins at Jacks. Who you got? First off, is anybody gonna watch this? Just kidding. No. Um, <laughs> well, that's I'll, what we said about the, the Bengals Browns, and that turned out to be pretty good. Pretty good. So you know what? I'm gonna take the Dolphins. I think they get a win here just because, like I said, they're young, they're hungry, they do what they're supposed to do. Um, Jags are the Jags. I mean, I mean. I mean, Minshew Chew is a problem, but I don't know. I just like the Dolphins in this one. All right. So I'm going to take Porn Stash and the Jags. Um, <laughs> Let's go. I think I think they beat the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, for no other reason than they're at home. Right. Um, and, I mean, hey, it's Minshew Magic. Min- Minshew Magic. All right. Uh, we have the San Francisco football team playing <laughs> the New York football team. Who um, you got, Niners or Giants? I'm going Niners still, just because Saquon Barkley's out, dude. Like, you know, what I mean? like yeah. we ain't got Saquon. I don't know. What to, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, but they did pick up um, what's his face, um, uh, Freeman. Oh, did they? The running back, because we was working him out. Oh. Uh, and he was thinking about it. Saquon injured. And they went ahead and picked him up. Huh. So yeah, so they do have a running back, but um, I'm still going. With the Niners. You go Niners. All right, I'll go Giants. Um, they're what? 0 and two. If they don't get right this week, they're done. Mm-hmm. Um they're clearly not talent more talented than the 49ers, but right. I, I I look at like QB's out, Mostert's out, um, Bosa's gone. Right. You know, so I don't know. I think if there's a time to jump on the Niners, it's right. it's this week. Um 
I mean, I'm probably wrong here, but I'm going to go with the G-men. Next, okay. we have the Washington football team playing the Cleveland football team. And if you haven't caught the joke, he's <laughs> – according to Eddie, if his team can't have a name, nobody can have a other None name. None of y'all either. can have a name. Nobody can have a name. Um, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with the Browns. Um, oh, I'm, Marcus. I'm going with the Browns. I'm sorry. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to go Washington just because we, we need to bounce back with a win. I see – honestly, I see the Browns winning. Um for no other reason than I just feel like that offense is going to start clicking. That one-two punch with um, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb is just – I mean, they're just vicious. So, um, I see the Browns winning, but I'm going to pick my team. Next, we have the Cincinnati football team against Philadelphia football team. I went with the Eagles. I feel like if y'all don't win this one, your season is done, point blank, period. Mm-hmm. Everybody's getting fired. Let's go. I'm I don't going. see them beat. I, I don't see the Bengals beating y'all. I don't see the Bengals beating us either. We usually smack these dudes. Um, but here's the thing. I'm going Eagles too because you you can't take three L's in a row. Like we can't we can't go three L dub on this one. Like we gotta figure <laughs> this out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think the, I don't. Uh, I, yeah, you I, took it back. I took it back. <laughs> we gotta figure this up. So I'm I'm gonna go with my Eagles on this one. We're gonna be one and two in this situation. All right, next we have the Las Vegas football team against the New England football team. They're playing in New England. Who do you got there? Um, I'm going to go with New England, man. Are you? I like what I see out of Cam, fam. Like, I, like this dude, he's having fun. You could tell that Bill Belichick has dialed it back. <laughs> he's letting Cam do Cam, and, it's, and, and, and it works. So, um, I don't know. I got a, I got a good feeling about the Pats. All right, so much respect to what Cam Newton and them are doing um, straight up. Uh, it seems like they make a lot happen with a little as far as on, on offense. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, Cam Cam is half the offense himself, right? He so, is half the offense. Um, I'm, especially based on what I saw um, the other night out of the Raiders, I'm not going to pick against them in this game. I think they jump up and surprise people and beat the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Next, we have the Chicago football team versus the Atlanta football team. <laughs> Seems like a, a snooze fest. Straight snooze fest. I'm going Bears. I mean, I don't, I don't care who I you did are. Too. You, I did, like, too. I picked you, the Bears. You let a team come back down from 20. I got zero respect for you. Right, yeah. And, now, mean, and let's, 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 be, let's keep it a buck. Who's your number one receiver? Julio Jones. Jones. Yeah. And since Shanahan left... They don't like getting this man to rock. It's I don't, weird to it's me. It's weird. Like, literally, you have a top three receiver, like, in my lifetime, like, like my adult lifetime. Like, why right. are you not getting him to rock consistently? I don't Understand get it. it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bears. Next, there's the Los Angeles football team, Rams, against the <laughs> Buffalo football team. Now they're playing in Buffalo. Ah, the cold. Um, I don't about, know how cold it really or is. Or relatively cold. Um, I don't know. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with the Bills in this situation. Me too. With Stephon Diggs, that defense, like they shut people down. Yeah. Um, I like Josh Allen. Um, as long as he doesn't fumble or do anything stupid, I, I like the Bills <laughs> in this situation. I like. I'm a I'm a huge what? Um, who's their um running back? Uh, Montgomery, or what's or what's that guy's name? I think it's Montgomery. 
Um, I like their running back a lot. Yeah. Um, so I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bills uh, for much of the same reason. Um, I'm not completely sold on the Rams. I mean, clearly they don't suck, but I'm just not completely sold on them, especially against the Bills. Sure. I just feel like the Bills are a more complete team. Right. Um, and I just feel like that defense is is really gonna hold the Rams back from doing much of anything. Right. So yeah. All right, so lies. It's Devin Singletary. That's why I like. Singletary. I know it was an oh, airy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Devin yeah. Singletary is a problem. Oh, I also forgot they got TJ Yeldon, bro. Mm-hmm. So they definitely got a run game and a half. Let's go. So, yeah. Next up, we have the Houston football team against the Pittsburgh football team. Pittsburgh, that defense is hellacious, dude. Like, like there's, <laughs> they eat people for funsies. Like, yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> for funsies. <laughs> like, yo, this they're nasty, dude. Steelers, man. Like watching them through two weeks. Like, yeah. I mean, say what you want, but I feel like Big Ben is playing like he was never hurt. Right. Um, I really like what that defense is doing. Um, they're stingy. They're scrappy. Them dudes, them dudes play hard. Um, I'm taking the Steelers as well. Um, I just don't think the Texans are going to have enough. Nah. Yeah, D-Hop gone. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. Right. <laughs> so, at first, like, and, and not to spend too much time on the Texans, with him leaving, I thought maybe, okay, that'll, like, take the pressure off of the rest of the receivers, be able to spread the ball around a little St- bit more. Stills, Fuller. Yeah, but I'm just yeah. – I'm I'm not sold on them. O'Brien is trash. Right. And he just seems like a bad dude anyway. So, I'm going to take Steelers. Um, next, there's the Tennessee football team. Against the Minnesota football team, right? Um, I'm going Tennessee. I'm a. I mean, Derrick Henry's on my fantasy squad, so I got to ride with the with the points. Um, that man is a man among men, and I've seen that defense get routed, as in the the Vikings. The Vikings, yeah. Like they've they've gotten like stomped on, like in the mouth, like curb stomp. So <laughs> if anybody's gonna do any curb stomping on Sunday, <laughs> it is my man's. Derrick Henry. I'm sorry. I'm oh, fine yeah. with the Titans. No, I I look for the Titans to run away with this one. Yeah. Again, that atrocious um, outing by Kirk Cousins was a thing of beauty. Right. I mean, you pay this man three years, eighty four, fully guaranteed. You get you get what you get. Um, for sure. I always thought he was a decent quarterback, serviceable. I'm not bitter because he left. I thought the organization here dicked him around, um, and so he left for good reason, and I respect that. But um, no, I don't think he's going to have a good outing um, this coming week. I think the Titans' offense is just going to steamroll that defense. Um, I mean, you let the Colts beat you. What was it? What was the score? 28-11, something like that. Something crazy. I think the Titans are going to put up more. I think uh, Henry is going to impose his will on that yep. defense. Um, I look for him to be on a lot of highlight reels coming up this week. So I'm with you. I take the Vikings. Next up, we have, um, let's see, Carolina football team against the other Los Angeles football team known as the Chargers. Um, I'm going Chargers. Um, I like what they do. Um, I think this is Herbert's coming out party. Um, uh, Keenan Allen, uh, they got Williams out there. Um, mm-hmm. Eckler, problem. Their defense is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see the Panthers doing anything. They're already 0-2. This is a this is a dub. They'll be 2-1 and one after this. I agree. I'm going to go with the Chargers here. The Panthers are missing um, 
Christian um, McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey. So I think that already Yo, that man is, 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 is just going to kind of do you in. I'm going to say this right now. Christian McCaffrey's like a better version of Jason Williams, but like in football. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like he does everything. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think that game will be close. <laughs> nah, fam. <laughs> at all. Um, next up. There's let's see, Jets Colts. So they're playing in Indy. I'm gonna go Colts. Yeah, man. I mean the Jets and Adam Gase. I don't know what's going. Why he's still employed? I don't know. <laughs> I think he's gonna be the first coach fired. For sure, um, dude. I think it's gonna happen in the next two weeks. Philly Phil, and they got Philly Phil holding. I'm on the Colts squad. That man trying to prove something. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll go Colts. Uh, I don't even know how close it'll be. None of those teams inspire me. I mean, no. it's just. It is what it is. Yeah, but I'll go Colts. Um, next one, to me, the game of the week, um, well, one of them, for me, would be Cowboys and Seahawks. Um, Ooh, that's going to be a great one. I'm going to pay attention to that one. And I'm going Seahawks because I want to see that defense shut down everybody. And what I love about that defense, except for when they're playing Philly, after they blow you up <laughs> and you're running back up, they laugh in your face and they dare you to do something about it. And nine times out of ten, you ain't gonna you do nothing. Can't nothing because you can do. they're they don't care. Right. And that's just their mentality. Now on top of that, we say it every week: DK Metcalf, Chris Carson, Tyler Lockett, Josh Gordon, yeah, uh, Russell Wilson. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, through two weeks, I've I mean, Russ has played probably the best two weeks of football I think I've ever seen Bruh. him play. Um, this is his what eighth year. Rough. How he's not ever had a single vote for MVP is beyond me. It's crazy. People are right now this year so far. Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray. Kill that crap. Shut it up. If Russ keeps doing what he's doing, what is he on pace for? Like sixty or seventy touchdowns? Clearly, that's unrealistic, right? Right. It's not gonna do that. Um, there's only one quarterback he, better than him in the league right now, and that's Pat Mahomes. And that's, just off, that's off the strength of his Super Bowl. Like, right. If, number two, I'm going straight to Russell Wilson. I don't right. know who else to pick. No, man, listen, man. If he – if I mean, I think I think this is his year. Yep. If, if, if they keep playing how they're playing, if he keeps playing how he's playing, he should, to me, be the MVP. Yes, Absolutely. it's early. Yes, I'm calling it. Yes. I second like, that. Put it in all caps. Um, I'm taking the Seahawks for two reasons. I think their offense is just going to do whatever they want to, to Dallas. 40 points, I'm calling um, it right now. And then the second reason is because why would I pick Dallas? You know, <laughs> That secondary is atrocious. <laughs> Not only because we don't like them, but seriously, that secondary is bad. And if you're, you're dealing with like literally two number ones and a legit number two, you're not covering anybody. I'm you're gonna sorry. have your hands full, bro. It's over. And then you're gonna do what? I mean, you could spread them out, and then they Seattle could still run. I think I think Chris Carson's gonna run for 95 this game. Mm-hmm. I think and a up, touchdown and a touchdown. Like I think he's gonna put up. I think he's gonna get close to 100 yards. Maybe not get it, but um, if he goes over 100, it is what it is. But I think we'll get 95 and a touchdown, like you said. And they're just gonna be have their hands full with just that receiving court. And DK Metcalf is a is a man among men. Mm-hmm. Not only is he fast, he is strong as I don't know what. You think those safeties are gonna try to? T- it's gonna take two or three. And of them. He can leap. He can. Bro. He's got, he got, he's got hops. hops. He's got hops. So I it's mean, like, it's ridiculous. This man's like bicep and and right pinky toe is the size of my head. Like there's nothing you can yeah. do. He's going. He's going strong yeah. arm you. It's like a baby dinosaur. Fake facts. Just on his arms. Just <laughs> dinosaurs. Little pterodactyls. You know. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. That now now, okay. I, I always take every chance I can to to club the the Cowboys, right? right. I mean, that's just what we do. Right. Um have, having said that, I do like the pieces they have on offense. Yes. So it'll be interesting to see how Seattle matches up against that. I still think they do well because I thought they they did a pretty good job against the Patriots. You know, yeah, for sure. And with Cam like trying to scramble and and all those types of things, I mean, you you're gonna get some of that out of Dak as well. Right. Um. He to me isn't known as a runner, but he can clearly run. He can clearly run. Um. So I mean, I don't know. It'll be interesting, but yeah, I mean, all said and done, I'm not picking against the Seahawks. I said that at the beginning of the season. <laughs> I said it last week. The NFC is over. I'm yeah. calling it now. <laughs> like the the most exciting and toughest division is the NFC West. For sure. Like straight up and down. Like I don't care. Like it's nothing in the AFC that inspires me. There's nothing that I mean, yeah, you have the Ravens, you have the Chiefs, but just the division top down, that that is one division we can see every single team making the playoffs. Yep. Like hands down. It's ridiculous. All right, next game. Lions at Cardinals. I think it's a two-man race for who's going to get fired first. Matt Patricia, <laughs> well, my man's out there in uh in the Meadowlands, but I'm going with the Cardinals. Um, How I, can you not? Yeah. And, and what makes me more mad is that, you know, how can you sit there and fire Caldwell when he went when you when he went nine, nine and seven, and Matt Patricia hasn't done nothing since he's been there. No, like. We're talking about Jim Caldwell here. Like, really? So, like I said, Matt Patricia, he's on a short leash, but I got the Cardinals working them. Yeah. Um, and they're 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 playing at home. They don't have to travel. Nope. It's two weeks in a row they're playing at home. <laughs> D hop. Um, I think you're just in the, yeah, you're gonna see more of the same. Them dudes are just gonna be getting busy. Um I mean, they're fun to watch. Not, oh, not super fun to watch. Not last week. Yeah. I mean, they were no fun to watch. But, right. um, but no, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna take the Cardinals by like ten. Um, yeah. Next up, uh, let's see. We have the Buccaneers and the Broncos. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a yeah, that's that's an easy, easy one. Broncos just signed Blake Bortles. Yes, they today. did. They brought him in. Yes, they did. I didn't even realize he was unemployed. Uh, yeah, um, he usually finds a spot somewhere. Um, holding the clipboard, but yep. it is what it is. Yeah, so they bring in Bortles. Now, I don't know that he'll play right. over – who the heck did they have playing after Drew Locke went down? Um, I have no idea. It's right on the tip of my tongue because I was did watching – Did they still have Simeon? No. I don't, I don't even know. I forgot. Dang it. Because I, I was watching the game. Oh, crap. I can't even remember. Do they have, Are you pulling it up? I'm looking. I don't even know. Yeah, it's fine. Um, well, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it, there's nothing to write home about. But, yeah, it's so, uh, you know, <sighs> Blake Bortles. Um, go get him. Yeah. It's a, yeah. <laughs> go yeah. <laughs> go get him, Tiger. Um, bucks all the way on that one. For sure. Then to round out the night on Sunday, uh, the primetime game is going to be Packers at Saints. I think that would be a good one. I'm excited to see an, another version of or another episode of Angry Aaron Rodgers. Um, I can't bet against that man. Right, they're two and zero. Yep. Um, even without Devontae Adams, this man still throws rockets. Mm -hmm. Like he is angry yep. at the world. Yep, uh, I give it to the Packers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. Um, I think, I personally think 
this is Drew Brees' last year. Oh, for sure. Um, he's he seems to be playing like it. He's regressed too much. Yeah, and like I said, I'm I'm gonna really spend time. There's no other games to flip through. I'm gonna watch every snap that he takes because, like I said, it was just something that just stuck out. It stuck out to me. It just was like, mm, and don't forget, not feeling it. And let's not forget about that off season. <laughs> like, well, this man yeah. sent some wild stuff. And uh, yeah. if you're not gonna put up the numbers, you know, winning cures all. But if you're not gonna win, it's time to see you later. Yeah, man. So yeah, I'll, I'll go Packers there. And then to completely put a lid on week three. Monday night game, Chiefs Ravens. That was another game Bruh. that I, I, to me, was just like a, a good matchup there. I'm gonna have to buy like another two bags of nachos because I cannot not eat nachos and watch so many good games this week. But I'm just because I have trolling fans in Larico Chase and um, other name doesn't even matter at this point because I'm so annoyed. Um, <laughs> I'm going with the Chiefs just because it's Pat Mahomes. That man is crazy. Um, I don't know how the Ravens are going to stop him because he just puts up points and there's nothing you can do. And the one thing they were missing last year was a like stud, 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 stud running back. Even though Williams is a problem, Clyde Edwards Alaire invites contact. He is a little, little wrecking ball. Um, he doesn't care who is on the other side of that ball. He's going head up and he don't care about it. So I'm going Chiefs, but I think it'll be a close game. I give them seven points. I'm only going to make it a touchdown. Uh, I think it's going to be a bit of a shootout, but I definitely got the Chiefs in this one. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Ravens here. Ooh. Yeah. At home. Um, Ooh. And I, I again, like when I say this at home business, I understand there's not like there's no fan. Well, some stadiums, there's right. a few. There's a few fans, but um, again, I mean, they're just they're they're at home. They're playing at home. Right. I think their defense is good. Um, it'll be a true test. I mean, that's going to show you where you are um, playing playing the Chiefs, right? Right. I think Lamar Jackson and that offense clean up some crap from last week because their offense didn't really do well. Right. Uh, well, do do as well. I think if you can clean that up, to me personally, okay, call me crazy. I must live under a rock or do all types of fancy drugs. <laughs> I'm not afraid of that Chiefs defense. Nobody really is. Right. So the Ravens have a good offense, but the Ravens also have a good defense. Right. So if they can manage and contain what Mahomes does, they can just not let it get out of hand. If you keep it close. You're giving yourself a chance. Right. I think with Ingram, with uh, Lamar himself. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was throwing the ball well so far this year. Right. Again, I keep saying because people get on him about his passing. First year, oh, it's trash passing. He's never going to make it. He's not. Nah, 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 nah. Last year in the offseason, I told you, I said, what I look for is to see a little better progression. This year, I think he's going to elevate and graduate to that next level. Right. Um, and I think we're going to see that on display Monday night. I take mm. the Ravens by four. Okay. I'll give you so, that. That's reasonable. I think it's going to be a good game. Oh, it's going to be a great game. So, um, yeah. So, that's it. Um, Dessert. For this episode, man, it went by quick. I, I mean. For sure. Man, time went quick. Um, yeah. So, just to. 
end everything as always we thank you guys for listening for sure uh for liking for subscribing please do to reaching out to us uh don't forget to rate the show um especially on uh what do you call it the apple podcast apple podcast the the more you rate it leave some feedback stuff like that for sure it's easier for people to find the show let's go um again we appreciate it we have fun you know we, we definitely don't get paid for this but um we like taking time out of our day for sure and you know just doing a little something breaking it down yeah so be sure to always head over to our website yep averagesportsguys.com you can find all of our social media links all of our podcasts everything there and as always thank you